Ah, crap. I got one by two stuck together. Give me a second, I gotta go get a brick separator. While I'm looking for this brick separator, let me talk to you about how I started this podcast. First, I YouTube how to start a podcast. And then I found out one thing, you need to have a host. I didn't know what a host was. See, your podcast isn't hosted on Spotify or Apple Music. It's stored somewhere else, which is called a host. And the first site I found was Anchor. It just makes the process so easy for a beginner like me. Not only could I edit and record my podcast on my phone or on the website, but it could upload it automatically to Spotify and Apple Podcast. And when you think you've got the basics down, you could step it up, maybe start making some money on your podcast. And Anchor brings it to you all in one easy package. So I can't stress enough, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your very own podcast. One site that makes it easy and simple to start. Sorry, that took a minute. As you know, one by twos are almost impossible to separate. We got R2D2 as an actual UCS. Then we got BB-8 as just like, hey, here's BB-8. And then they did a Porg and I'm like, oh, this is going to go downhill real quick here. What about um, Galador? Oh, the greatest, (laughs) single-handed, greatest Lego theme of all time. Lego. Lego. Welcome, everybody, back to the Lego Stud Podcast. I'm your host, Garrett. Today, we're going to have two special co-host guests. My first is my friend, Michael, who I've met through my career in the Navy and kept around because of his harsh criticism of everything I do. Oh, and he's also got some strong opinions on Lego. Hey, everyone. I'm happy to keep you in your place, Garrett. And then I've got his brother, Stephen, who's probably a deeper Lego lover than I am and an up-and-comer in the AFOL community. You can follow him on everywhere mocks are posted at XOBoy555. Thanks again for having me. Let's battle who's better at Legos. I'll take the L on that one. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no competition there. Okay, good, good. <laughs> easy easy enough. We do Most have of my income doesn't sibling. go into Lego, so I lose. <clears throat> I'm financially <laughs> ruined in the future, calling it now. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're... You'll survive the stock market even if it crashes with the amount of Legos you have. That's true. Um, That's true. I mean, look at us now. Everybody's buying up Lego because they have nothing better to do. I'm just saying when you're starving, you can't eat Lego bricks. Case closed. But you can have a good time dying if you got a lot of Legos to look at. Michael, they make plenty of food-shaped things. Trust me, I have enough of the extra packets of food-type Lego sets they made. Weird flex, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's delicious, okay? Plastic. And now that we have an understanding of what kind of co-hosts we have, uh, we're going to talk about a few uh, topics, but the general discussion is going to be based on Lego and the adult community, how how it has changed Lego, made them better or worse. So we have a few topics we'll just, we'll just dive right into. First one off the bat, uh, our latest adult series is the Helmet series. And you know what? I, I love them. I think they're great. Um, I think the scale's nice. Uh, the detail's good. They have the perfect like ratio of studs to tiles to give you the detail. Um, and I don't, I don't think the price point's that bad. But you know, people keep complaining about it. I mean, when it comes to complaining about it, I when they were originally released or announced, people were hearing that it was going to be seven to eight dollars per each. They kept on complaining, like, "Come on, Lego, come on, just bring it down another ten dollars to like sixty dollars." 
And then when it was finally revealed that, hey, each one $60, you had people instead of being, oh, cool, it is actually 60 they were, come on, Lego, can't you bring it down another $10 to $50? I mean, I, I don't understand it. I feel like you're quoting MNR Productions' latest video on that because uh, that's exactly what he did. He he's <laughs> like, oh, I, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I mean, oh, wait, seventy dollars? <laughs> Actually, there's sixty. Oh, what sixty? Uh, I mean, I watch all the different content on there, so maybe I did pick that up from him. I don't know, but I mean, I had similar thoughts about that. But honestly, I wasn't too disappointed at seventy dollars, given what it is and what you should expect, especially with the whole Disney tax on sets. Yeah, I mean. It's Star Wars, though. Star Wars has always been a little higher in price. Exactly. In Especially since Disney's acquisition of them. But, you know. As someone who's not part of their target demographic for these sets right now, I'm going to come out with just like some pretty unbiased thoughts on what I'm seeing here. Just like some first time stuff because I haven't put much thought into the helmets. First and foremost, I like the fact that they have a bunch of studs on the exterior of them just kind of to remind you that they are Lego to make them kind of fall out of the novelty of so many other like you know, we have all these adult targeted Star Wars memorabilia and like these kind of distance themselves from the fold because you're very heavily reminded that they are still in fact Lego. And then just looking at the, the package and product design too, like I, I really like how, how toned down it is. It's the kind of thing that you would display on a shelf behind the built model. Um, as for the price point, I don't have too much of a thought on that because like I said, these are getting targeted to higher up and just looking at at least the piece count, you know, the, the, the pieces to price isn't too bad. Um, and definitely with the Lego tax added in there, as you were saying a moment ago, like, I don't know. I Disney think, tax. I think the price itself makes sense. Yeah. The, the Disney tax there. They, they I, look I don't really think, good on display. You know, like I said, too. as an outsider, I, I don't think they look bad personally. Like I said, not target demographic. I still wouldn't get them. They're not to the scale I would want. I would want something larger, but you know, you can't really make something much larger because you'd have to really have your fans and consumers bend over backwards to shuffle, uh, like shovel out, you know, hundred and $120 for an actual, life-size helmet replication of these these models so well and that's the thing is like at that scale you go any farther up you're you're looking almost at a ucs style uh item and then you're like okay well because they have these like ucs hoth battle set is that a ucs set to me it's not i know a lot of people have talked (laughs) it's not a ucs but it's a uh what do they call it uh like a ultimate ultimate builder series yeah that um I don't even I, I personally haven't bought any of those yet. Uh the only one I have is what? the uh is Cloud City and that that it makes for a decent display. It's just awkward in terms of the size and also the scope of who their target demographic is for that cuz it's almost like a mix between a playset slash display set, but it makes you wonder with kids they're not really going to have the pocket change for that. I mean, I managed to pick it up on a steep discount actually so only reason i bought it well that's the same as like the death star the play set death star which i bought when it first came out and then it ran for 10 years and then they're like you know what we'll just add some new parts and bump up the price again Um, changed out the figures quite a bit too so can't complain true true. i I had the updated version so looks pretty good sitting on my table right over there Back to what Michael said about the box art. I think it's great. I, I love the subtle, just like the black background. It's what they started with uh, the Ultimate Collector Series Star Destroyer. Yeah, it just doesn't take away from it as a display piece. And that's another thing with the size and the price, too, is that they know their target demographic isn't going to buy just one of these. They're going to buy all of them because they want to display all of them. So you can't get the price too high. You have to make it small enough that they all fit well enough together to display. 
And, and it, go, you know, it goes well going that. off of that whole pricing of $60 is people don't want to keep on dishing out over $100 for every single Lego set because they keep on making a lot of really good things. But at the same time, you just have to call it somewhere. But by making it at this much smaller price allows for much uh, more people to be able to actually afford this. And going on to what you said about box design, when it comes to Lego's UCS sets, they are absolutely terrible at deciding what box art to use. The UCS Millennium Falcon, beautiful box art. It looks really well done. Very clean with the black lines on both sides. And then they changed that again for the uh, for the Y-Wing, where it had more of the bricks in there. Still kind of the black borders around it, but they added some more things. And now with the A-Wing that's going to be coming out here shortly, they ended up going to what the helmet design is, which I think is personally the best design, and they should stick with that. It looks absolutely presentable. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, the I think the biggest problem is they're very scatterbrained with it. Especially, <laughs> well, well. so some, some backstory I was reading about it is, remember the black card when uh, the Millennium Falcon came out? Oh, that, was, that whole ordeal. Yeah, uh, we're, we'll, that'll be a huge discussion later. But <laughs> the, it was a PR disaster, and so they fired the entire PR team and hired a brand new one. And they're still years later working through the kinks. Like there's nothing that black card did nothing for us other than get us a neat minifigure with a little chess piece that said, Hey, you spent and waited. I don't know. Exuberant I, I don't times. know how much time. <laughs> yeah. The amount of time I waited and clicked on refresh until it came back in stock. Ended up being too late for me to get the black card. Yeah. I, I was kind of irritated with that because I'm like, all these exclusives that they're going to be doing next year. And then the next year, they had just about nothing. I think one of the exclusives was the uh, Force Awakens Stormtrooper, where it just had that extra little bit of printing in the corner of two more ammo cartridges or something. And that had a lot of people pissed. Yeah. And like when they changed the minifigure for the the bomber, the what was that from? The Last Jedi bomber, because oh, they wanted yes. to add the pilot. And that changed everything because like, oh, now I have to find the old set and the new set because collectors were freaking out about it. And I, I hope that that doesn't happen with like these helmet series because we already I have that like from the the San Diego Comic-Con ones, the Darth Vader and the Sith Trooper. And then they made it the Darth Vader one exclusive for target. And I'm like that they're screwing with people here. It, it isn't. Yeah. That's not the most friendly tactics of trying to do things, especially when it's a huge item that people want. I mean, it's not the only time they've done it through target or things like that. Cause additionally, not only was it just through target, but it was only red card members at target, not too uh, different from when they did the exclusive brickheads for the Lego movie, only being Walmart and target. And targets was only red card as well so i'm glad that they're making these helmet sets where it's more focused on what it is more consistent with what it is and much more professional in the build because looking back at the darth vader bus a lot of people were saying this thing looks really well done very clean but compared to these new helmets that Darth Vader bus has nothing on them. <laughs> well, and what's nice is they actually started using some different techniques, like using the ball joint pieces to create a better angle. Because people are like, oh, cool, a helmet. They're just going to build a, a Lego ball and then cut Kind of like the BB-8, yeah. Kind of yeah. like the BB-8 build they did, which was still really well done. Yeah, wait, Michael, you said you were going to buy the DO earlier. Um, wh what's drawing you to the DO, though? 
I like the unique things. I never said I was going to buy it. I said it's it's would be higher up on my thing because it's small enough that it's easier to display and then it's just very cleanly done. Like that set to me doesn't scream Lego, which is is pretty I don't know, pretty rare considering how quickly like studs show on a model, but that one was uh just very well built in a way that it definitely sets itself apart. So I, I liked how clean that was and I like that direction for their those that series of line. I agree. I really like what they've been doing with the droids for UCS, not official UCS, if you know what I mean, but I, I'd like to see them do even more things with that as well. We got R2-D2 as an actual UCS. Then we got BB-8 as just like, hey, here's BB-8. And then they did a Porg, and I'm like, oh, this is going to go downhill <laughs> real quick here. The Porg was actually a very fun build. I, I enjoyed uh, I mean, it. <laughs> if you want to get even worse with the Porg, a Lego lighting kit for the Porg, where now he has laser blue eyes and a lighting up yellow <laughs> mouth. No, the only, the only lighting you need for the Porg is when a lightsaber goes through him and light that up. Ah, no, you forgot one other. <laughs> when he's roasting over an open flame. Ah, uh, that's a good one, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, that's... <laughs> I'd still... I don't know what Chewie's problem was. I'd still eat it. I might yeah, have to get welcome. that. You're welcome. <laughs> get the lighting kit for the board, guys. You're hearing it first. You know, you don't have a oh, real port until your eyes light up. I guess I got to be an Amazon affiliate. Got to start that. <laughs> I hope like with this helmet set, I know that there there's uh, discussions that Iron Man will be one and we might get some Marvel helmets, which I think would be cool. I just I hope that they continue it. They just don't make these the only three we see, because I think in general, it's a good idea. Um, because it not only caters to people that are collectors, but it, it's cool design. So like if kids love uh, stormtroopers, they can grab both of them and then you can even modify it because I know I'm looking to modify the shadow trooper, excuse me, the TIE fighter idiot um, <laughs> to do the death trooper because I love the death trooper mask. I think that's a cool ass mask. And it only showed up in Rogue One, which that's another fault. They should have done some more Rogue One shit, but I digress. I'll wholeheartedly agree with that. And then I'd like to see some of the other phases of the Stormtrooper and Clone Trooper helmet because that that would look, look neat having all three of the designs from the, all the different helmets from Clone Wars, from Attack the Clones, and then from Star Wars Episode 3. They, they would look really great and aligned together seeing the mm -hmm. changes over time. I have Maybe a, uh, one, one... 501. 501st would look amazing. I know that that whole thing is blowing up. So if they made a helmet for that, yeah, that that would go well for them. I have one quick last input myself for helmets, and that's just like as another thought as you were trying to expand, you know, what you think might be coming next. Do you think if they made a Mandalorian helmet, you know, basically just chromify the current Boba Fett helmet, would that be kind of a cop-out thing? Or do you think people would get it because Mandalorian is like the hottest thing in Star Wars right now? I don't see them doing that because Lego has stepped away from doing Chrome, but I could see them potentially doing that in very nice uh, gunmetal gray colors, which I would see that exploding as just people who want it as a parts pack for different mocks, because that's certainly a color that a lot of people love to use in custom. Well, it's like, I feel like they would get called out for being lazy. As a Star Wars fan, if it's not gray, it's not Star Wars. Like <laughs> everything, Imperial all the way. And the beginning. I a quick, quick, quick little plug. I did design a Mandalorian helmet uh, from just a modified Django Fett or excuse me, Boba Fett. I keep doing that. I don't know why I screwed up every time. And it's not bad. I mean, it's easy to do. You just got to change the color pieces and uh, make sure you get a grill in the back that looks similar. But, I, you know, personally, I don't think they'll do it. it 
because they'll be like, oh, you're just forcing too much on this. The same with they just did the Yoda again, and now everybody's Baby Yoda craze. So they're like, oh, oh, oh Baby Yoda brickheads. They have the uh, Mandalorian brickhead, and it's. I guess we'll see. Come next season, they they might have something. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see if they flesh out more with that. Yeah. To go back to the topic of helmets, I have heard rumor that if this sells well, they're going to develop it further. Because similar to UCS, other themes don't have the title UCS, but they have their own UCS-like builds with the latest Batmobile they made, the original Tumblr, uh, the unofficially UCS helicarrier they made. I could see them delving more into the topic of different licensed helmet-type builds. Yeah, and I think it's also a callback to one of the original UCS sets of Darth Maul with the actual head, which I thought was great. I have it. It's it's not on display right now, but I think it's a good piece. And that's what I think they're going with here, which leads me into our next topic of a display piece is the mosaics. So I remember being at the Lego land in California and they had the mosaic machine where you could get your face done in black, gray and white pieces. and I loved it. I still have it. Uh, it's still built. I, I only built it in what? Oh, God, that was probably 2003, maybe. Um, and now there's the rumors of being an artistic style of those mosaic sets. What do you guys think of those? I'm not sure what to expect yet since we don't have any images on that. I know what wasn't it 2004, I think, when they last tried to do like a big push for mosaics with the clear base plate pieces. They had um, one you could more trace push kind of like over that. things. I remember that because I remember very vividly entering a couple uh, Lego mosaic contests they had back in the Lego magazine. I remember that. We'll that together. But um, I don't know. I, I think I'll have to wait and see what they do because it, it really depends on the scale for how these mosaics go. Like I've seen some pretty cool uh, MOCs now that use not just like a single layer, you know, where like it's easy enough to draw out a mosaic as just individual pixels. But, you know, you've, you've seen some of those really cool builds where people use very unique pieces to overlay, you know, layer up all these cool pieces to make still from the top view an interesting mosaic so i i want to know if they're going to do something on that front or if they are just going to stick with like using individual um studs as pixels um and then like i said lastly it just depends on the scale because if they're using individual studs as pixels you're obviously going to get a much higher resolution uh, resolution image out of a larger base plate build Speaking of which, I'm trying to find... I, I remember seeing some rumors about them in terms of uh, the piece and prices of them. Well, yeah, I was looking... I think that thousand, the, Like 3,000 parts was seemed to yeah, be... Yeah, I was looking average. at like 150 bucks, I think, was like right. a, one of these prices. Which, yeah, it, I mean, it all depends on size because I know yeah. that they have mosaic generators. You can just go online, throw a picture in, and choose your size, and it gives you a better clarity or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and a parts list, it, I'm pretty sure, works through BrickLink with that. But also yeah, looking at the original yeah, 2004 yeah. mosaics now, and at least that one, like that's a pretty small one. Granted, it came with a lot of spare pieces, so you could change out what it was because it claimed it was nine in one. Uh, model number 6163, if anyone's interested. But that one had just under 600 parts. And this is tiny. I think this is what a, it's either, it looks like it's a 12 by 12 or maybe a 14 by 14 base plate for that many parts. So I don't know. I, I would take it with a grain of salt. Like I said, I need to see what we're actually getting here before I can, I can come up with my own input as to if it's something I like or not. Yeah. Cause I mean, 
the mosaic that I got, I remember is a hundred bucks when you get your picture taken and it prints out and bags it for you. And I know they do that in, was that Trafalgar Square in London? They have one where it's one of the new machines that it gives you, I think it's, I think it is in color that you can get your mosaic done. And then I, they do have one in the US. I think it's in New York. Um, and I think that's 100 to 150 bucks for that. Yeah, because I, I know that was their latest push in mosaics, which started a few years back. But now that they're making an actual official mosaic sets, because I know it's very hard to come by going to those mosaic machines because they're only in specific locations. If you're going all the way cross country to go to something like that, it makes it tedious. Uh, it's cool that they're in the stores and then it's in person, but well, they should throw it on the Lego website. Have everyone do it. I mean, the amount of people that would want like their photos done in Lego, that's a huge sell. Um, it's kind of like, uh, uh, what is that? Uh, piece picker or part picker, excuse me. Pick a um, brick. That, sure, that. Um, <laughs> you can Lego see how factory? much I use it. It, yeah, because you can see how much I use that instead of just going through BrickLink. Could do it so easily. And I mean, they tried this in 2003 for non-personal mosaics with like the the dinosaur T-Rex, the Johnny Thunder, that's 34433 as mosaics. And I think they're cool. I just don't, I, I have no idea. I don't know anyone that owns those. With these new ones, I hope that it'll play to a bigger audience. I mean, our four rumors are what we have Iron Man, Darth Maul, Marilyn Monroe, and the Beatles. So you already have four different things. You've got Star Wars, Marvel, a celebrity, pop culture. What did, what did I say the last one was? The, the Beatles, Beatles and Marilyn Monroe. Oh, Beatles. Beatles. So then you have music and also culture. So you're they're spreading it out to get, a, I think, a broader uh, scope of purchase buyers. I'd agree with that. I can't imagine what it was like to track down the rights to all these different things. You know, the Beatles, that's a huge branding there. I mean, I know they already had it with, yeah. So I say, I know they already had it. They're obviously just trying to, you know, make some more moolah off of however much it did cost for them in the first place to get the rights to. So I'm, I'm happy to see that. And as a music lover myself, I'm really excited to see them start delve into like this side of the community. Cause I could totally see myself, you know, so for some of my favorite artists or like album covers or something, you know, as a Lego mosaic on my wall, I'd be happy to hang it up there. Um, so I like that. That hits a very unique demographic. So I, I appreciate Love Kanye in this. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it first. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to the Beatles, I was thinking, are they going to do artwork cover or are they going to do kind of reconvert a photo of the Beatles together? Personally, I'd I like to see Abbey do- Road. They're, they're definitely going to do Abbey Road. They, I think Abbey that's Road the most iconic so Beatles thing. It's pretty iconic, but let's be real. Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band has definitely it stood the test does. of time a little longer, and that's got a much more colorful, fun cover. I, that's true. So I could see them doing that. Like, so you know, it, it I really actually think I think they should do the White Album though. That's what I was <laughs> just going to say. How about that one? The, one as a second contender. Hundred and fifty. I'd buy first day. <laughs> I hope that the base plate they use for whatever Beatles um, mosaic they use, that the base plate itself is white and that they make a little joke somewhere in the instruction <laughs> booklet that like, hey, congrats, start with the white album cover and then work your way to whatever, you know, the mosaic ends up being. I, I think that'd be a fun little I mean, they did just make a white base plate, so. See, the, the universe is 100%, I'm making that an MOC. Gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how long it takes to render in like stud.io or something, man. Honestly, it'd be even better. I would pay 150 if they did a 48 by 48 tile. Just the whole thing is one <laughs> tile. 
<laughs> Dude, that's a clean build, though. New favorite oh, yeah. piece coming up. <laughs> but the Make it a sticker uh, so it peels I, after twenty years too, when it starts yellowing. No, no, no. So just you... use the same sticker batch as all the uh, SpongeBob sets from two thousand eight, where all the white kept on shredding <laughs> off. That was for that whole that whole line. A lot of those. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I just remember uh, Star Wars sets all peeled too. Yep, everything from two thousand eight. If it was a white sticker, you had trouble. That's probably what these will be. They're not even. They're going to be mosaics with each brick having a sticker. Just no, no, one no. sticker for each. They're block. going back on their word. They're just doing the sticker across multiple pieces, and it's just one giant sticker that you put on a giant base plate where it's one by one stud tiles. That sounds awful. Again. <laughs> at least the exacto knife corporation day. like good on them for making it so put those stickers apart you know oh from, yeah that came like, in handy with a bunch yeah. of the older xo4 sets i had and uh, so what's what's our bets i'm gonna say abbey road i'm gonna go with sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band i'm kind of split between the two but the first one i could think of was abbey road so i'm going with that yeah i mean i'd be Boy, happy I'm with either uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm what? still waiting what? on that white album Make two <laughs> Now, touching touching on uh, the Maryland Monroe, I have two thoughts for what they might be doing for that. The iconic uh, dress being blown up over these grates in New York, or I wonder the if they might art. go the route of Andy Warhol with the yeah. four different colors of the face. Well, that's just I another. You're bringing in more Warhol. licensing. You're bringing in so much more licensing with. The I Andy agree, Warhol, but but I would be happy to see that because that would be a nice like opening for for more like updated models in the future on it. My other I, question I wanted to pose, though, with the mosaics is how are these going to be presented? Are these going to be things that are like hung up on a wall? You know, like, is, is there going to be some sort of new way to hang these up? Because obviously this is taking up a lot of desks, uh, desk space to just have sitting horizontally on a surface. Like, that's not a very good conversation piece. And it takes up way too much space for what it ultimately is. So are we going to see some sort of like new implementation of like wall hooks or something um, like a stud that maybe wraps around over? over a base plate or something so it gives you like a nail pop to like to hang up on a wall because i don't see any other way of actually displaying these because at they have the to be pretty thin time. too if you want to frame them or something like i just at i want to know time, what direction they're going to go with that touching on that topic when it comes to base plates in general i know lego has shifted away from using base plates in more common sets so i don't know if they would necessarily do a base plate although i see that as being the easiest way of doing it or if they're going to be going with just the bigger plates where it's going to be layered and then Similar to what I see in some of the older mosaics from 2003 and 2004, like the previously mentioned Johnny Thunder, it at the very top has uh, the two by three with that rounded edge with the hole in it plate. And I wonder if they'd just use that as like a nail hole, as poor as that would look, or if they would just be making a new piece for this. I'd like to see what they do. Here, here's my solution. Double-sided sticky tape. Uh, <laughs> any wall. Hot glue. Any surface. Hot oh, glue, dude. <clears throat> um, blue tack. Uh, Let's go blue tack. Blue tack. Painter's tape. Um, Scotch tape. The wall is your oyster, and you just need to find your pearl. How about you just Solder. break? How, no, no, guys, we're, we're overlooking the obvious. Curse Lego comments right here. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to sorry this edge of the wall real quick. Let me... Uh, Melt the Cut a hole in the back. wall so you can <laughs> inlay the picture into the wall. Simple. Maybe, well, maybe they'll come out with the expansion mosaic packs where it can, you build the wall for your house 
and then this it, it's hey, hey, uh, it's been done what is it inverted it's, I think pegs. there's an artist out there he's done some walls for what logan paul i think zed like a couple big um you know guys out in, in la where they from have the, and soon to be michael with his new house oh dude you know it from the Ups, sound of this get that, i feel like it's gonna be beautiful it will yeah get that uh get that value up on your house throw a lego wall in there so <laughs> so our next thing I, I mean we've been talking about it already but the future of lego for adults like how do we see this progressing we i mean we see these sets now we've seen it kind of building to the point we're at here with pricing and stuff but i want to hear your thoughts so they're branching out they're, they're branching out with like both the like what they're delivering to the the end consumers here you know like so you have these these really specialty large scale builds but then you know they're opening up we got mosaics we got all sorts of different types of display pieces so it seems like they're definitely branching out to try to appeal to more audiences in terms of what kind of lego products they're delivering so they can fit better into an adult lifestyle um so i i, I like that aspect of it and then also you know getting this big one here with the Marilyn Monroe, that's a that's a huge change with the new IP. So hopefully we're going to see them start to expand on what kind of themes that they're offering for adults. Like, so I, I think as terms of the future for it, it it's really going to come down to those. Like what kind of themes are are doing well with the um, adult communities out there, the things that they realize that, hmm, we're going to hit the most kind of number of consumers if we're offering this specific product. So I think that'll be interesting. And that's also kind of like the, the size and versus quality. So that's another thing I was thinking about for the, the future because we have some sets that are targeted to adults right now, such as like the, the Star Wars UCS line where they're targeted to adults just because they're huge and they're expensive. But then you have other sets that are targeted to adults because they're just a pop culture reference like the recent Friends set. That was very small, but it was very just like just instantly gratifying. Here you go, a bunch just condensed. So I, I'm not sure what we'll see there future-wise, uh, whether or not we'll see bigger models or smaller models. I think a combination of the UCS and these mosaics are going to definitely push towards larger models for adults. So I'm excited for that. Interested in what you have to think on it, though. I, I mean, I, it makes sense. The, the Having Marilyn Monroe as a Lego set, first off, you're branching out into a, a, a larger pop culture style of the celebrities. And it's, I mean, come on, Marilyn Monroe is highly sexualized. So that's another thing Lego's never done. Um, they they try to stay away from the violence aspect and any sexualized thing. This is, I mean, Marilyn Monroe. Come on, she she was the epitome of that that era of the most beautiful woman, desire of every man, even the president. And having Lego start into that is it's very interesting, I think. And like you said with the friend set, we were young. What did that come out? Ninety four, and I think it was yeah, ninety four to two thousand and four. Um, but I, I still love friends, but it, you're, it's based on our generation of thinking like, uh, what I talked about in the first episode, super Mario that that's been around for decades. And now that they're finally bringing it, it is, it is built for children air quotes. You can't mm -hmm. see me right now, but there's air yeah. quotes because this <laughs> is for collectors. Never. Yeah, that's very go. true. Very true with that one. Plus, yeah. you have to wait until your target demographic reaches an age where they have that kind of spendable income. It's certainly something that I'm looking forward to see what happens with this, because touching back to the helmet sets, they were the very first sets to ever announce 18 plus. Granted, the sets themselves 
the builds aren't that difficult. They're not that tedious. I've looked through the instructions trying to make some of my own helmets and kind of seeing how they went about doing theirs. But it's more so being targeted because of what the build is. It's not a playset. It's a display piece. So I'm interested to see what LEGO does further because as they've been going with this, there's been more things coming out with 18+, plus, such as the uh, A-Wing that's going to be coming out May 4th. And that's an a, a 18-plus model for UCS set, the very first one, even though there's been previous UCS sets that are much more difficult in building style, such as the UCS uh, Millennium Falcon. That was probably the most tedious and most difficult build in terms of the small detail that it had. But that was 16+. plus. But and the same with having... uh, like the original Star Destroyer, where it had magnets to hold the bottom <laughs> plates on. I've never built it myself, but I've heard stories, and I know that that was not easy to like figure out. Like, oh yeah, you just build the whole plate, then magnet it onto the bottom. Oh wait, it, it doesn't fit right, and it doesn't hold it. Eh, figure it out. Like it, and I mean that comes with technique and style that they learn from over the years. And like Lego has always had these. UCS sets since the early 2000s for just Star Wars, but it's broadening. Like we said, like now Marvel has their Ultimate series uh, with the Helicarrier was the first one. Then they came out with the Ultimate Hulkbuster, and I, I have no idea what the next one will be. I'm I'm hoping for a Stark Tower, but it it's they're they're realizing that Lego is still for kids, but their adult demographic is huge now. Though going that, back, why to would they miss that opportunity? Going back to the original Star Destroyer, as you mentioned, the box itself does still say 16 plus on it. So even still, back then they were taking in mind older people, but not necessarily adult at that point. But I agree with everything you just said. With that, I'd like to see one, where this is going. One as other thing I'd like to add adult. that we haven't even discussed yet here today with adult Lego is uh, Technic integration. So myself having an engineering background, that's the other stuff that really interests me. And I've been liking to see, you know, how they still maintain very large Technic sets, you know, that aren't hitting into the UCS zone, but they're definitely like reaching that same um, same consumer base. You know, we have like the beautiful, massive Porsche set, the, uh, uh, what is the recent one, the Land Rover, you know, we have all the, they have the fun integrations for it all. So I definitely still, you know, excited to see all that kind of stuff because it seems like a lot of, like the the AFOL community is pushing after like all the the fancy um what are they the creator uh, the town sets you know where you have all the modular these really buildings cool, yeah the the modular buildings so you have a lot of really cool in depth like models but they're more so they hit on the nostalgia of growing up building like a just you know a, a city that's really what it was about growing up as a kid you got your minifigures and you have your very real places that you can interact with now. But I would like to see, and I still, and I'm happy with what we're seeing right now. And like I said, we just haven't discussed enough here today. Um, but just the Technic uh, side of Lego, so I'm really happy to see what they have there, and to see how they expand upon that going forward. You know, because while while most of the the Technic models themselves have kind of been like in-house Lego designs, but you know they've been branching out lately with Porsche and other other companies to be dropping these. I'd love to see some Technic integration into other areas. You know. Like we used to see back in the early 2000s with all the Technic, um, all the Technic Star Wars sets, they had these larger builds of various things. I just remember growing up, being over at a friend's house way back when, when I was probably five, and he was building, uh, which one was it? Just a couple of the droids from uh, Star Wars: Phantom Menace, and that blew my mind. So I'd love to see that kind of stuff come back too. 
And I mean, the I think what happened with Technic is they branded as a very mechanical style of building where it's either going to be a frame for a large set uh, that's like the UCS sets, like the Millennium Falcon has a Technic frame, or it's going to be a mechanical set such as the uh, the, the exca- what is that massive excavator yeah. set and yeah. the Bugatti um, high end mm. things. It's either going to be a car or it's going to have a mechanical feature to it. And I think you're right. Technic would be really cool coming back as something else. Like uh, like you said, Star Wars, you could do those. Those characters that they had were awesome. Uh, I know they used Technic in the Bionicle sets, too, to create uh, action features. Let's and that's go Bionicle what... Generation 3 all the way. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, hopefully. <laughs> if, we, if, we keep, if we keep plugging at LEGO, maybe they'll do something. I mean, that's I what mean, happens with five LEGO ideas. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It took us years, and, uh, but that, it got that's there. That's true. Because with Lego ideas, they have their whole thing of you can't use current IPs or things like that. But at the same time, they made a list of acceptable things. And what we've seen on there is a push for Bionicle because Bionicle is one of the things that you can push for on there. You can actually make them for that. So I'd like to see this uh, 20th anniversary idea set that's made it to 10,000 in what I think is one of the quickest ones. but I'd love to see that made as a set to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Bionicle coming next year. That would be absolutely amazing because Bionicle is one of my childhood favorites. Also branching off of Technic. I'd love to see Technic do more things like what it made with Bionicle and Throwbots before it. Oh yeah, that's what they were called, Throwbots. They were like they, they, punching action. They, they had two different names for it, depending on the market. You had Throwbots or Slicers. I believe Slicers mm. was more of the European market, and Throwbots That's was... That's the name that I recognize. Another great one. I remember the Spy ones, where you had the Spy cars. I think oh, I before had NXTs? Before the yeah. NXT? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember cool. going on LEGO's website and playing the Spy game with those, but never being able to buy those things. They were expensive. They were very expensive. They, and then the battery died like every couple hours. <laughs> Wouldn't know. Never had one. What <laughs> about um, Galador? Oh, the greatest oh, yeah. <laughs> single-handed greatest Lego theme of all time. I owned every single one. What? Oh Even boy, that I look forward to that. Ship? I look forward to that. Even the giant flying ship. I was actually, the flying ship always intrigued me. I won't lie, I have a couple of those. I found them at Goodwill in like just a toy bin where I just found a bunch of Lego parts, Bionicle parts, and Galador parts. Just Do at you want to know a bigger bin. flex? A bigger oh, flex? I'm waiting I paid for retail. That's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's a pretty big flex. It's, uh, it's a big one. My parents' uh, dollars when I was younger went straight to one of the worst themes Lego's ever made. But you know what? I still watch the TV show. Did I like it? I don't know. You'll have to ask me later. <laughs> but uh, I only ever can watch the first for one. An awful opinion. If you want to watch it, it's free on YouTube. You can watch all the episodes because Lego's not going to ever copy strike that because it was that bad of a show. Well, here goes the In rest my of personal. my quarantine week. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I can try to draw us right back to that origin point, though, of adult Lego future. No, we like to go I'm, away from that. We're, we're I, mean, we gotta, I, I want to <laughs> jump off the gallery right here, right here now. Go. <laughs> um, but I was going to discuss, too. So we've seen some other cooler, larger like integrations for like the adult community. And one thing that I specifically wanted to point out was Manchester United Stadium, Old Trafford uh, being out there as a set. I 
am excited to see this kind of build. You know, this this builds upon what we already see for the adults in the architecture sets that I that are just awesome. You know, you've if you've been to a place, you can get a set for it. It's kind of like a double down on nostalgia, both to a something that's iconic enough to have been built that you visited, and then you have as a display piece for your shelf. Uh, with this Manchester United set, though, you know what I hope is that this doesn't like cause this whole theme to kind of sizzle out and die, because to me. I see that, and that's just marketed to Manchester fans. So if you're not a fan of Manchester, you're like, well, cool, they got this set for that. I'm not buying it because I don't care. You know, I'm my, I'm a fan of a completely different club. And so I'm hoping that that's actually a step in the right direction. They're building more stadiums for, for more, you know, fan input. But as it currently stands, like, I'm kind of worried the fact that they've only done this as a one-off will cause this whole thing to flop. Touching on that comment there, uh, I have looked into some of when it comes to just sports in general and licensing. I know part of the reason why Lego ended up staring away in, I want to say, 2004 when they brought their whole sports theme to an end. The NBA, when it comes to licensing material, take more money than what it Lego would probably be making out of it in terms of licensing. I believe, mm-hmm. last I looked into it, they get 50% of all. Uh, yeah, that's that's insane. That, which is why like Lego taxes. stopped doing that. <laughs> they should exactly. have an offshore so, Lego. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but that touches for the NBA. because a lot of specific sports teams have different things like that. Which is mm-hmm. why the Manchester set is as amazing as it is. Was also the best target for them to build that because yeah, it's, it's a pretty big club. They're it's to pretty... see the interest. It's to see the yeah, exactly. It's known globally. Like I, I've always, most people I run into have, whether or not they support them or not, have at least heard of Manchester. When it comes to soccer, yeah. it's one of the biggest things. A, a non-Lego but, plug would be too that the sports sets that we do have right now aren't Lego made. You know, because they're going to be coming from these like third-party, like off-brand Lego, where they can't afford to eat that kind of funding because their focus is entirely on you know, having product sports. rights with all these yeah. sport companies, like all these different so teams. That, that, that's another thing that could disrupt any licensing. So we'll have to see. I think Lego, it's really hard in general because first they took a gamble on Star Wars when it came back. And, you know, I mean, it really wasn't a gamble. They knew the first three were great. They knew the next three could be great. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> they weren't the best. Um, think but, about your opinion right there. All right. Yeah, hold hey, I'm, a, I'm, a prequel, I'm a prequel baby. I know I loved <laughs> the first episode. I think the first Star Wars movie I saw in theaters was the second one. So sorry, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I like. I think of. I have always wanted a Star Trek Lego, but yes, CBS mm-hmm. owns all that licensing. William Shatner owns a, all the. Uh, toy licensing it's impossible to get them getting mario was already like crazy because mega blocks had it for so many no, years connects. and then connects. yeah connects. sorry yeah yeah, yeah. that yeah. mega blocks has another nintendo they have the pokemon um okay yes yeah um but then getting disney was just a bonus because they were already star wars and then they bought star wars so honestly that's the hardest part of all of this and even with Lego ideas mm-hmm. is the licensing aspect. And that's why it's hard to do an adult thing, uh, adult themed thing. Wow. I just sound, this sounds terrible. I'm going down the bad path here um, of adult themed things. Um, <laughs> I'll see you in the bloopers. X, X, X. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but the, so like, yeah, Manchester. Cool. Not a soccer fan. 
maybe uh, something else. I, I don't know. And like Harley, I, I love riding Harley. So that's an awesome set for me. But people who don't like Honda or BMW more, they're like, well, what the hell? Lego BMW has been doing this the same thing. Why don't we have one of those? And I mean, they just came out with the Technic Ducati. They're like, so BMW and uh, I will be picking Ducati don't get a buildable. They get just a Technic set. It doesn't make sense to us. I mean, it's so I, I thought the Bugatti was one of the cleanest sets they've made in a while. I mean, not the Bugatti, the, um, I mean, the Bugatti uh, is pretty clean. If you, oh, wait, I mean, the, the Bugatti is uh, clean. Yes. The Ducati, I would be picking that up, but yeah, it's, that's going to be Technic, not Harley Davidson, you know, Lego style, but that's what I want. I like the Technic sets. Like I said, engineering background, those are the sets that appeal to me. You're really pushing the engineering background. Yeah, dude. Hey, hey, engineer, though. Guys, <laughs> how about this? You know what? You can have your Technic. You can have your bricks. Just give me wood. How about that Lego wooden minifigure, you know? That thing was definitely was adult marketing. It, it yeah, because there's no I, use I, to it other than a display piece. Yeah, it's kind of like a little conversational piece or a piece so. of Lego's heritage. For instance, yes, I bought it. I bought it the day it came out, but I mean, I couldn't really justify spending $120 on it. So I used my VIP points towards it and got it for 20 in the end. But it is actually a really decent display piece i have it so, as you mentioned earlier garrett um big kanye west fan so as a result i'm also a big follower of the hype beast market you know where you're gonna have like all these these fancy way overpriced just little things you know anyone can relate or not quite relate but is knowledgeable about the fact like you know you slap a supreme logo on it and it charges like out, <laughs> out the ass for it you know you have those you have calls you have like all these other like little statues and stuff the Lego wooden statue just felt like Lego's entryway into that theme, you know, like something that they can have that people will immediately recognize. It's like a branding thing almost that doesn't even need to say its name anywhere. It is just a wooden figure and everyone's like, oh, man, you know, they're flexing that Lego. So it's, it's definitely agree. like them trying it's, to reach the high piece market. They already and they did when it was announced for two years in a row. Lego is the highest value toy and one of the highest value companies in the world. So they're like, well, Without we're going to use that. Yeah, we're going to use that. And you know what? Adults look at that. And like, I know people that are like, oh, you love Legos. So this is a Lego stock. Like, I just want to get in. I'm like, I've no, been asked that private, multiple times by people I work with because they know how I feel about Legos. They're like, just invest in the company, buy their stocks. I'm like, they don't have any. And that's they're why you invest in every set times two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> buy them all. Uh, okay, okay. Guilty of Got to buy them all. I mean, it's my kind of Pokemon, you know? I don't need a ball for that. I can just buy the box. But also touching into um, adult Lego, and not necessarily adult directed Lego, but pricing of sets as well. They've been making bigger and more expensive sets over the years. And they've had a couple that have had more adult themes, such as look back to last year when they released the Stranger Things set. No one would have believed Lego would ever use that license or have that license because of the adult material in it. But it is an extraordinary set. I absolutely love it. And I'd love to see more things like that. So now that they're pushing the envelope with this 18 plus making more adult things, I'd like to see more content like that. But also going to the ideas platform, there's plenty of ideas that are put on there where it's not necessarily a licensed thing, but still harps on as an adult fan. For instance, the uh, most prior idea set to be released, uh, the Pirates of Barracuda Bay, 
that set looks extraordinary. It's not a set that a kid can just, oh, I can just buy this. No, that's $200, so a little bit more expensive. But the set itself is absolutely beautifully built. And it also has the alternate model of the Barracuda, which was originally a Lego set launched all the way back in 1989, which is harping on that adult consumer that had that set growing up as a kid. And it's things that I would love to see Lego do more of doing these remasters of some of these more older iconic sets with the new piece inventory that we have nowadays. Yeah, bring back uh, space and bring uh, back John Bionicle. Thunder. Sorry, am I saying Bionicle too much? Uh, one thing you are yes. saying a lot was I think you pointed out three or four times specifically there, Stephen, uh, the fact that they, yeah, did add the age group for 18 and up. So I'm just waiting to see some parental <laughs> section of Lego.com, you know, like you got to be 18 or older to click. You know, you click and you get the latest high-end architecture sets, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. You can only use That's within the realm of possibility now. You can only use incognito mode when you're browsing that yeah. section. Uh, 2020 has been a crazy enough year, so I'm waiting to see like, lego after hours as a website <laughs> oh yeah it's it, it's gonna be insane and to lead into that let's talk about some of the news from lego this week we had some sets kind of i don't know if leak or just uh, i'd say partial leak, leak uh, partial just yeah. put out on different websites very let's low call it a blur blur link because there was yeah. no like uh, confidential information from it because that's true it just looked like it came out of uh, the website build, but like we've got Batman, we've got Marvel and um, we got, oh, what's uh, that new one? Are you talking about monkey kid? Monkey? Yeah. Yeah. The monkey kid thing. I won't lie. I might have to pick them all up. Uh, also, yeah, touching, you. <laughs> <laughs> also touching in-house properties. You also have hidden side. They've had a bunch of leaks for that. And then one more license that I've been seeing a lot of is, a few of the um, Jurassic World sets. Sadly, none are based off the original Jurassic Park, but from what I'm seeing, these look like they could be really good. Still, Marvel and DC is not getting the full love it deserves in its builds, especially that new helicarrier. I personally do not like the design of the helicarrier. When I first heard take. that they were making a helicarrier set again, I was really hoping it would be something similar to the last helicarrier. Granted, the previous one was more of that UCS type build. So when I heard that it would be in around the price point of 150, I knew it would be not as grand as that, but I was hoping the build would still somewhat reflect that. However, with the latest Marvel sets, they are more so being based off of the video game that has yet to be released. But, even still, I knew the Helicarrier would look different and more like what we've seen glimpses of in the trailer for that video game. But even still, the set itself is so underwhelming and so blocky in design and not like a good classic Lego kind of blockiness, but just feels like pieces thrown on there to increase the piece count. The only decent thing I see of this set are specifically two of the character uh, figures because most of the minifigures seem to be repeats of previous ones, with the exception of the uh, new War Machine figure they're making. I personally, I tried to collect all the Iron Man figures, so I'm going to have to get this, but probably just buy the figure by itself. And then an updated Captain Marvel with the mohawk through the helmet. But the build itself, I could not justify buying that for those. I need to see a better picture 
because the only thing I could see this set possibly being redeemed for is just as a parts pack. Let me just add to this. I'm going to bring out my potty mouth here. Um, the helicarrier looks like poop. It, <laughs> oh, it, man, it's dude. terrible. You went yeah. deep it, with those. I did. I had to get real it deep. It makes me think of an old school Jackstone set. All right. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> but uh, it's just that I don't even know. The fan blades aren't even in shrouds. They're just like posted yeah, on top. They're like the, two bricks the, above. It just, oh. It doesn't even look like the helicarrier. They just put a rectangle, built it up a little, and then put some fans on the side and said, helicarrier, here. You you buy? It looks like they just made a giant rectangular box with like maybe some sitting room in there. Yeah. yeah, It was attached for the same winglets on the side. And then, touching on figures, it looks like uh, you're going to have Nick Fury, so that might be an updated figure based off of the game. You have. What did they update his eye patch? I, I don't know. I mean, as I said, these pictures aren't that great. Yeah. I think there's going to be a uh, Black Widow. You have Thor, which looks like the exact same Thor in the Black Panther Thor uh, motorbike set that they just made. You have Iron Man, which you can get him in a cheap $10 uh, Iron Man mech set they have. Captain Marvel and. As I said, War Machine are the standout figures. But then lastly, you have a brick-built figure of MODOK. So this is the second time MODOK is going to be in an official release set. I honestly don't really care much for the build of MODOK. I mean, he's not necessarily bad. He's better than the Helicarrier. And I'm interested to see if those gold pieces are going to be those printed gold where it's that actual metallic sheen to it, or if it's just pearl gold pieces so i'm interested to see what that's about additionally from the build looks like there's a bunch of um plate pieces yellow two by one and a half plate pieces with those like two studs on it i don't know what they're for i'm interested to see as i said i need better images but the build itself just looks like hot garbage i think it's uh just to have some pretty colors that's that's about it just gotta gotta have some color in this to brighten it up and make us interested but like back to the jurassic park sets the only one i think is kind of cool is the uh the gyro um, with the dominus rex coming back so second yeah time yeah that, that i think I that think looks nice that's the main one that i'm after the um incubation room honestly isn't bad for a twenty dollar price point with some of the dinosaurs, but we already have an incubation room from the first. I I, I agree Park. from the actual Jurassic Park instead of Jurassic yeah. World. Though there is one piece highlight in there that I really like is they have a one by one, uh, transparent orange brick with what looks to be a print of a mosquito on it. So it's oh, gonna be, be nice cool. to get that because the one they it's made in the, in the Jurassic World set where they were using the moonstone crystals for monster fighters with a print of a mosquito on it, looked way too blown up and outrageous for what it was. So I like that they have this much smaller thing, though I kind of wish it was using the Baraki eyepiece, because that would be perfect for the staff for uh, Jurassic Park, if Mm -hmm. you wanted to use it that way. But I've never seen printing on that piece, so I'm fine with what they have with this. I'm just wondering, where the hell is my UCS Visitor Center? Where, Where is it? Like right, that is right. the most iconic part. That and uh, I don't the know, gate. maybe the Jurassic Park um, Jeep. Jeep. Where, where are they? I, I understand. If they, do the Jeep, if they do the Jeep, make it a Technic build. That's all I'm going to say. 
like all make I, it, you I, know, I was gonna say similar as the, like, the Range Rover. Expert, I understand expert. why they never made the Jeep with the uh, Jurassic Park uh, gate, the iconic gate, is only because of the scaling of that wouldn't have worked for the minifigures if they were trying to do it for the dinosaur because they already had the gate and the dinosaur. So in order to make that Jeep at proper scale would have greatly increased the price of that set. Yeah, but here's the thing. The gate is the gate. It's sure you could have yeah. built it minifigure scale gate and you could have given us a visitor center. But like I agree. I would have preferred uh, a visitor center over the gate. The, the gate set yeah. itself is not a bad build. I actually got to mess around with one at a Lego store while talking with them. I, it, the build itself was pretty neat looking, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, the T-Rex is cool, but in general, give it's me just a visitor like, center. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me the visitor center. I know we're bashing on these sets recently, but like the hidden side, I think those sets look great. The, I absolutely the... love them. They were probably my favorite theme from last year with its release, though going more into in-house themes. I'm kind of split this year between multiple themes because the monkey kid looked absolutely amazing with the builds. It looks like whoever was working on the Lego Ninjago movie for those sets probably went towards this group here because the builds are on that same level of detail and love, I would say. And, in- and what's that based on again? You told me earlier, but I can't remember. It's based the... off of a older uh, Chinese kind of folklore type tale called Journey to the West, where it's been adapted in so many different things. I'm trying to remember there was a prior Lego theme that was actually loosely based off of that same concept, but this is much more in your face connected to that. Of course, it's Lego's own interpretation of it with giant mechs and battle vehicles. Looks like you have a lot of Nexo Knight and Ninjago had a love child together with the same builds from the Lego Ninjago movie. It's it's a big plug for China. They they're gonna sell what they can. That's why they still do the yeah, Chinese New Year sets. I absolutely love those because the Oriental design. I kind of wish they'd make more Johnny Thunder sets with those Oriental type builds. Everybody, a warning: another Johnny Thunder plug. So we need it. We need that Bionicle, you know. Made but that to- goes right back to the adult theme Legos. This is just all of the kids of the '90s and '80s up, and they're getting those nostalgia wants. You know, everyone wants what they they grew up not being able to get. You know, you would look, you know, Mom, can I buy this giant set? You know, no, you little shit. That thing's a hundred dollars. And then uh, here we are, all now as adults. We want our Johnny Thunders. We want our Bionicles. We want all the stuff that we grew up getting. I I'm guilty of that with the Millennium Falcon. Um, Everyone is. That's how the UCS sets work. I mean, beautiful set. And they could charge another $300. I'll be getting that Republic unship. Oh, without a doubt, we need it. Definitely one of my favorite sets of my childhood. And because it was one of my favorite sets of my childhood, that nostalgia is kicking right in, picking up that UCS. That, that, the voting, it was 50% was just for Republican gunship. I did my part. That's how popular it was. Same. Everybody. Sadly, (laughs) I could not, sadly, I could not do my part because I wasn't available at the time, but you know. Working too hard or hardly working. Depends. Yeah, kind of a mix between the two. <laughs> but other than that, I, I mean, we're moving into May here, and we already have the May the 4th Be With You gift with purchase set coming out. I know we talked about the Republican gunship, but we're, we shouldn't dive into it too much because we should talk about that next week's in next week's episode. But I digress. I, I honestly think 
that we've done a pretty good coverage. Does anyone have any last minute thoughts about any of the topics we were talking about today? No, I'm all good. I think we've pretty much succinctly wrapped up, you know, where the uh, AFOL community sits at right now in terms of like where forward with like is actually representing in terms of what sets they're putting out. Um, so I'd say we've hit the nail on the head. Yeah, we've covered a lot. And I mean, there's still plenty to go over, but that would make this way too long. And we can always talk about things and future things. Great. Because, yeah, I mean, there is no way that we could finish up a discussion on Lego in just one day. We all have our own opinions. I mean, we already have three here, but plug it out to all the listeners that, hey, I mean, you have opinions too. We'd love to hear them. Maybe we'll throw in, depending on the other co-hosts, throw in some just listeners who want to join in on these. I'd love to just open it up and see how people really react to some of these sets. Because, you know, we're different about the uh, Marvel sets. Some people may love those sets that are coming. And I'd like yeah. to understand why, because I tell them that they're wrong. But <clears throat> I'll, I'll finish off here with uh, thanking everyone for listening again to this episode. I know it was a bit long, but I really hope you enjoyed uh, this discussion. I think we got some great opinions, great insight into some knowledge. And having co-hosts, I think, just makes my job a lot easier because I'm boring without other people. Um, You're welcome for the Carrie Garrett. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for, thanks for having <laughs> us. Thanks for having yeah, us. Of course. And you know what? Maybe maybe we'll invite you back. I, I feel like there's some, some good conversations in the future here. I appreciate it. Without a doubt. So, Michael, thank you again. Steven, thank you again. And I want to plug Steven here. He's got some great builds. He's also a MOC builder. If you go on Reddit, XOBoy555. Yes, ExoForce people. We're going to talk about that soon, too. And look at his mocks. He's done some great uh, contest entries also for Lego. We'll continue to provide you awesome content. I want to thank you again for listening. Tune in next week as a hint. They will be back for our May the 4th Be With You discussion on all things Star Wars. And just to finish up, one last short word from our guest host, Steven. Like and subscribe and hit the bell bu uh, button for notifications. Pretty straightforward, right? So check out my other Instagram accounts, iBrickHeads and Lego underscore underscore stud. If you'd like to subscribe to this channel, press that subscribe button and tune in for some future episodes, as well as if you want to check out some of the older episodes we have. And I'll leave you as I always do. Get creative, get out there and go build something. Not so fast. It's blooper time. Yeah, uh, we're, we'll, that'll be a huge discussion later. But, and I've kept him around because of his harsh criticism. Yeah, yeah. Get out there. Ah, crap. I already fucked that up. Uh, the We already have the. Um, wow, I, I can't talk today. We already have <laughs> good the, old bloopers. Uh, May the 4th. I'll yeah, good old bloopers. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, Woo! We already have the four. The. Wow. <laughs> One, two, three. Where's my plug-in? Where's my plug-in? And uh, we're going to have a few co-hosts today. Our first co-host is Michael. Michael. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was muted. Everybody, hey, say hello to Michael. Uh <laughs>